Deconstruction has become a very popular term. What's up, non-believers, doubters, and skeptics? Welcome back to Jesus Unfollower, the podcast. We have a new podcast release day. Mondays, baby. I've been doing Tuesdays for a whole year, but I'm going to change it up because on the YouTube channel, I'm releasing videos on Tuesday and Friday, and so I'm going to put out the podcast episodes on Monday. That way, there's not anything that's going out on the same day because that it's a little complicated when I'm like, hey, check this thing out. Hey, check this thing out. Then I have two things that are competing with each other. That's not smart. Today's episode is brought to you by my patrons. Thank you to everyone who supports the show. You can do so at patreon.com slash jesusunfollower for just $2 a month. We're doing a patron-only Zoom call at the end of March, March 27th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to be exact. So if you want to be part of that, Make sure you sign up for the Patreon. Also, I've gotten a couple more five-star reviews for the podcast to combat the one-star review that I got from some unhappy soul. So if you would, make sure to go leave a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And leave a little nice comment, if you would, because I'm going to read those on the podcast each week if I get any. So that would be very nice. More and more people are deconstructing Christianity and more people are talking about the deconstruction of Christianity. There's been a huge increase in Instagram accounts, podcasts, blogs, other resources, including Clubhouse, which is awesome. If you have an iPhone and you're not on Clubhouse, you need to be on Clubhouse. It's really cool. There's a lot of discussions taking place there about atheism, about you know leaving your faith and people who are in the process of deconstructing their faith. Um, A lot of cool rooms being created and conversations being had there. If you don't know what the app is, it's basically, it's like going to a live event and there are speaker virtual speakers on stage. So you can just hop in there and listen to what people are saying and you can raise your hand and they can invite you up on the stage and you can talk, tell your story or, you know, ask questions or whatever. It's really cool. It's kind of like live podcasting a little bit, but I love the app. I'm semi-addicted to it. But there's a lot of resources like that out there now about for people who are deconstructing their faith, you know, to help people who are trying to figure out how to handle their faith as they're losing it. And of course, as the popularity of deconstruction grows, evangelical Christians are taking notice. There are apologists who are going after those of us who are speaking out against Christianity and they're you know, wondering what our motives are. They think that we're preying on the vulnerable and the weak, even though they're the ones who are doing exactly that. You know, that's what Christianity does. And I know that's a a broad sweeping statement, but that's kind of what Christians do. You know, they feast on people who are in vulnerable positions, but they think that's what the deconstruction community is doing. We're We're going to these people who are having questions and doubts and we're, you know, trying to help them navigate through this. But we don't have an agenda. Most people who are in the deconstruction community, including myself, we just want to be there to help people who who have questions because we know how lonely that can be whenever you start doubting things and you wonder, 
what you really believe. We're not trying to steer anybody. My, my goal is never like, I'm going to make this person an atheist. I'm going to make this person stop believing. That's never the goal. The goal is just to help them figure out their way. That's all. But a lot of apologists have seem to have a problem with this. One of those being John Cooper, who is the lead singer of Skillet, the Christian rock band. I used to listen to them all the time, went and saw them in concert. But he made a post on Facebook over a year ago that I had never even seen um, until recently. So I just went to digging and I found where he had made this post in August of 2019 about deconstruction and kind of opposing it. So I'm going to read a little bit of what he posted on Facebook right now. This is from John Cooper, lead singer of Skillet. Okay, I'm saying it because it's too important not to. What is happening in Christianity? More and more of our outspoken leaders or influencers who were once faces of the faith are falling away. And at the same time, they are being very vocal and bold about it. Shockingly, they still want to influence others for what purpose? As they announce that they are leaving the faith. I'll state my conclusion, then I'll state some rebuttals to statements I've read by some of them. Firstly, I never judge people outside of my faith, even if they hate religion or Christianity. That is not my place, and I have many friends who disagree with my religion, and that's 100% fine with me. However, when it comes to people within my faith, there must be a measure of loyalty and friendship and accountability to each other and the Word of God. My conclusion for the church and all of us Christians, we must stop making worship leaders and thought leaders or influencers or cool people or quote-unquote relevant people, the most influential people in Christendom. And yes, that includes people like me. I've been saying for 20 years and seemed probably quite judgmental to some of my peers that we are in a dangerous place when the church is looking to 20-year-old worship singers as our source of truth. We now have a church culture that learns who God is from singing modern praise songs rather than from the teachings of the Word. I'm not being rude to my worship leader friends, many who would agree with me, in saying that singers and musicians are good at communicating emotion and feeling. We create a moment and a vehicle for God to speak. However, singers are not always the best people to write solid Bible truth and doctrine. Sometimes we are too young, too ignorant of Scripture, too unaware, or too unconcerned about the purity of Scripture and the holiness of God we are singing to. Have you ever considered the disrespect of singing songs to God that are untrue of his character? It's time for the church to rediscover the preeminence of the word and to value the teaching of the word. We need to value the truth over feeling, truth over emotion. And what we are seeing now is the result of the church raising up influencers who did not supremely value truth, who have led a generation, who also do not believe in the supremacy of truth. And now those disavowed leaders are proudly still leading and influencing boldly away from the truth. So John takes issue with worship leaders and other famous Christians being elevated, which I kind of agree with, but that doesn't dismiss the validity of the deconstruction movement as a whole. Sorry, John, but the values, quote-unquote, taught in the Bible combined with a complete lack of evidence of the supernatural just aren't enough to keep people believing. I get what he's saying because he thinks that, you know, worship leaders who aren't really entrenched in the Word of God are becoming the face of Christianity, but their faith is weak, and so they fall away, and people see that, and they follow them. But at the end of the day, each person has their own battle to fight. 
So it's not about looking to worship leaders and stuff. What even if people who are who read the Bible every day, who really truly believed every word of the Bible, literally, those people are still falling away because they're coming to the conclusion that they don't have a reason to believe that God is true. Maybe the words in the Bible don't ring true to them anymore. I think John is making a mistake in thinking that so many people are influenced by Christian leaders. That's not really the the case. He wants people to go back to the word of God and to pastors and stuff. But pastors are people too. So if you don't want people looking up to worship leaders and the faces of Christianity in that sense, why do you want them looking up to pastors who are also just men or women? There are apologists who are on Clubhouse who are going into these deconstruction spaces and they're following people who are leaving their faith and they're learning about more about the deconstruction movement and they're going to their Facebook pages and they're bad-mouthing it. This one guy said he's writing a book about the deconstruction movement and how dangerous it is and how bad it is and he's like talking crap about people in this space. And it's like, you know, you guys can do your own thing. Do your own little preacher thing, whatever you want to do. But leave us the fuck alone. We're trying to help people. You know, he thinks that he's actually helping people, but we literally are helping people who are lost and looking for answers to real questions and not like this fluff that they get from religion. People want support. People want community. And they're getting it. And I think the Christians feel like they're losing their grip on those who are struggling, doubting. The church isn't the only place of healing. Sorry to tell you. I get plenty of crazy comments on TikTok, on Instagram. And so I want to start reading off the stupid comment of the week. This week we have user 371-905-842-1807. And he or she says, There's plenty of evidence. You're just a slave to your father, the devil. And you're so blind and so proud of your own mind, which is very small. Give it up for user 371-905-842-1807. That's a lot to unpack. There's plenty of evidence. Okay, show it to me. I'm a slave to my father, the devil. Okay, I don't believe in the devil, um, but I guess I subconsciously do. And he's also my dad. And I'm also blind, and I'm proud, and my mind is very small. That's a lot of insults in one uh, one comment. And that was just on a video where I said, these are the reasons I don't believe in God. That's it. I'm not attacking Christianity. I'm literally just saying why I don't believe. And they can't take it. They can't. They don't like it. The quote of the week comes from the man himself, Ricky Gervais. The existence of God is not subjective. He either exists or he doesn't. It's not a matter of opinion. You can have your own opinions, but you can't have your own facts. Thanks for tuning into this week's cast. Make sure to rate and review and subscribe wherever you listen. Those are the things that help me out the most. And check out the YouTube channel if you haven't yet and subscribe over there. And remember, you don't need a God to be good. Peace out.